trigger warning. The contents of this episode has references to subject matter that listeners may find disturbing or triggering of personal past experiences. For more information, refer to the description of the episode. Please proceed with caution. Hey everyone, this is Bella Mars. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Big Time Fresh. This one's going to be a different one, a different vibe, different topic, different everything. I try to stay away from politics, but this one is not just politics. It's also about uh, reproductive rights. So just wanted to give you one more time a trigger warning for this episode. Going forward, we will be back to our typical format. But this one is important to me on an important topic, so I definitely wanted to share my perspective. Um, I will catch you next week. When children are removed from their homes because of abuse and neglect, it's because of extreme abuse and neglect. And these children have been traumatized. When we take them into our system of care, that's when we start re-traumatizing them, and that's the beginning of their life in care. All of us felt like we were criminals. We're being disciplined for something that our parents did. It's like we're money to them. Like you see, like Mr. Gary would come to work in his Corvette while all of us don't even have fridges. I remember one group home, there was literally a bolt lock on the fridge. That lock was always there unless we had a visitor, which meant that we went some nights without eating. So before we get too far into the into the story, there's going to be a lot to unpack here and I'm not going to be able to break it down. So I'm not going to really be able to break it down all the way. But I wanted to mention real quick that I'm going to have a link in the uh, in the description of the episode that's going to have the link to the article that I wrote because that article is where you can find a lot of the sources to where I actually got the data, but also where I got the uh, video and, or in this case, the audio clips. Um, but with the article has the links that you can watch the actual videos as well. Here's a little bit more on the foster care system in the uh, total United States. Sex trafficking of minors is a major problem in group homes, but despite the fact that this is commonly known by both staff and caseworkers, underage girls and boys are able to easily leave the home at all hours of the day and night. Once gone, sexual predators are not far behind. We're at the hotel across the street from the group home. The guys would bring the girls here. They buy them alcohol, buy them marijuana. They bring them in a the room. They get drunk, they get high, whatever they wanted to do. Our caseworkers weren't providing for us. The girls felt that the only way they were gonna get anything is if they got it themselves. The prostitutes range from 12 to 17. Some girls prostitute for money, others prostitute for food, others prostitute for drugs. Some prostitute because they think that the person they're with loves them. And being a foster care kid, mostly these girls don't get a lot of love. There's a ton of foster kids in the system all over the United States. So I do want to kind of give some insight into what it looks like right now if you did want to become a foster family or or adopt a child. Here are some of the things that I found online that 
were definitely a resource to use at the same time was was kind of uh, discouraging I guess just the way it's set up like a search tool so you can go onto the website and search for different things that you are looking for in a child either to adopt or to to um, be a foster parent to and to me what's what's sad is is that you know again this I, I don't even know how I, I'm sure the chain of command and pointing fingers and blame is is all over the place but the way it's set up right now is you can say I would like a three-year-old who is white that is uh that has no behavioral issues there's also options to say yes I don't mind siblings I don't mind uh, special needs I don't mind if they are um they have behavioral issues but you can also exclude those options. So any of the results that would come up in the database would show you the children that are available to be adopted or to um, be uh, so that either to be adopted or have an opportunity to be a for you to foster. You can pick and choose from there. So it's just hard. The pictures are up there with the kids, all of the information, a little bit about their background. So it breaks my heart, but, you know, this is why we need reform. This is, this is, um, this is going to get worse because with the, uh, overturn of Roe v. Wade, this is just a reality that's, that's going to get worse. So, um, let's get into the state of Texas specifically. A federal judge scolded the people in charge of the Texas foster care program about unsafe conditions for children. Foxworth Lori Brown joins us with the story. Lori. Heather, in one of the cases in question, a caretaker put two girls in a hotel while she went out of state. She then asked two men to go and check on them, and the men assaulted the girls. It's one of the many failures that the judge reviewed today. This has been going on for 11 years now because of how bad the foster care system is in Texas. The state of Texas has been in litigation against Greg Abbott for not doing anything or not addressing what needs to be done. 11 years, okay? And because it's so dangerous and there's no solutions that Texas is providing, guess who else they're shipping out of state? Oh, kids. They're shipping foster kids. Foster children are being shipped, and I say shipped because that's what they say everybody else. They're being taken out of state to the example I have here from the source that I have here. Uh, $2.1 million in 2021 was put for children to move out of state into a different foster care system in another state. Oh, that sounds exactly like how much money it took for uh, for DeSantis to fly those Venezuelans who were not here illegally. They were seeking asylum. They did it legally. And they said, you know, let's fly him over to Martha's Vineyards. That was about $2 million, right? Recently, one of these instances here, a Prairie Harbor foster home. Uh, at Prairie Har Harbor Foster Home, so that foster home on, on its own uh, showed 
the structural deficiencies that violated the general class's 14th Amendment right to be free from an unreasonable risk of harm. Let's go to 2029. Let's go to 2021. The number of suspected unconfirmed incidents of, tra of sex trafficking, 115. Number of confirmed incidences of sex trafficking in Texas for the children for the Department of Family Protective Services, okay, in one year. 188. So 188 numbers of confirmed incidents of sex trafficking in 2021 for children involved with the for the Department of Family and Protective Services. 188. Here are some examples. A woman who sexually abused children at one facility was fired from one, th that facility, but then was hired by a different foster care facility for victims of sex trafficking and soliciting selling and selling news of the girls in her care. Subs and this is from the, uh, the ruling. Subsequent sexual aggression manifestation as child-on-child -child sexual or physical abuse is also, quote, typical, common, and widespread throughout Texas foster care. Another former foster child named, uh, I'm, I'm going to leave out the name, testified that sexual assault between foster children was a common thing in big group homes where caregivers were simply not able to watch everyone. So the judge who's still on the case, uh, Judge Judge Janice Jack has been on this class action lawsuit for these for these last 11 years. In her scathing 355-page ruling, Judge Jack reprimanded the state for running a system where rape, abuse, psychotropic medication, and instability are the norm, where children are almost uniformly leave the state custody more damaged than when they entered. Federal Judge Janice Jack told leaders with the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services that their actions have been shameful. She voiced her frustration with the lack of controls to keep workers accused of wrongdoing at one facility from being rehired elsewhere. One example, an employee with the refuge, a care facility in Bastrop for child victims of sex trafficking. The employee allegedly exploited child residents, selling nude photos of them and using the money to provide alcohol and drugs to the minors. The judge questioned why there was no state database to show that employee had previously been terminated by the juvenile justice system. In response, state leaders told Judge Jack their access to certain files is restricted under state law. Paul Yetter, the attorney who brought the case against the state's foster care system, said that needs to change. Uh, the lawsuit that was filed is against Greg Abbott. And it's like the fourth or fifth, this is on the 11th year, so it was either a re response or sanctions. I don't know. I, I'm so sorry. But um, it's 355 pages, right? At the end of those, at the end of the 355 pages, on 351 of civil action number 211CB00084, he says, Teachers were not present in two of the classrooms during three of the days the monitoring team visited, and the school district did not provide substitutes. So su students were just chilling 
they were playing cards and sleeping under desks and and um and playing games. So the picture they took is of um some of the kids that were sleeping on the floor uh, because there was no substitute teacher. So the judge. The judge who has been on this case for the 11 years that it's been in existence uh, says they plan to have plans to levy substantial fines after Texas failed to comply with court-ordered fixes to its foster care system. Uh, the, Abbott, uh, the Abbott administration's lack of competence and failed promises were all part of the Texas Supreme Court's decision to hold them in contempt of court with a 355-page ruling. Okay, that's what that was. It was a ruling. And so this executive order for the Family First Prevention Services Act was signed into, or this, it was an executive order signed in 2018 by President Trump with bipartisan support to, quote, Strengthen America's child welfare system by signing a historic executive order aimed at improving outcomes for children and families. This executive order focuses on three key areas of action, improving partnerships, improving resources, and improving oversight. However, the state of Texas is failing children and families in Texas, therefore... Texas is going to lose $17.4 million in federal support and, in 2022 and $25.6 million in 2023 because it's not compliant with the Family First Prevention Services Act. Yeah, so this is something Trump put into uh, as an executive order, which is wonderful. Um, but his buddy Abbott is not like, oh, okay, great, I don't care. So because of that, he lost, he's about to lose, I, I, I don't know if he has or, uh, but the article says he was uh, supposedly ab about to lose $17.4 million in federal support in 2022 and $25.6 million in 2023 because he's not compliant with the Family First Prevention Services Act. So it's his fault. He's not doing what he was supposed to do. He's not he's not filling the requirements that needs to be filled to in order for these fundings. That makes sense. Guess how many children are staying in unlicensed foster homes in Texas? Over 400. If you look back in 2017, it was about eh, less than 50. 2018, probably 25. 2020, about 10, 15, right now, 400. On a legal situation that has been ongoing for about a decade, accusing Texas of running an unsafe foster care system. And this week, a state judge says that she's still unsatisfied despite changes that have been made even up into the last few months. So she will soon start slapping the state with some massive fines, similar to what happened back in 2019. She says the system is still a dangerous system for the more than 30,000 children in its care, so much so that she sees it as a violation of constitutional rights. How so? Well, the judge has acknowledged a few facts. There's a high rate of sexual abuse, 
with the court finding as many as one in four kids have been victims. There's a lack of permanent housing with children being housed in motels and office buildings. There's a lack of background checks on foster care employees and poor follow-up for foster families who are not following regulations. The judge says she's sick of hearing horror stories that she feels were preventable. And we begin tonight with a story that you'll only see here on Fox. An employee with Child Protective Services is caught on camera telling a 14-year-old girl in foster care to become a prostitute. In the video, she tells the CPS employee she wants food. The CPS worker tells her to be a prostitute. So there's all of this going on, this sexual abuse, this sleeping on floors, these you know kids coming in worse, leaving worse than they came in. Um, in some cases, and I, th I think only 62% of the children who come in as group sibling groups actually get placed as siblings into the same foster care, into the same foster home. That's just traumatic in itself. Um, but now, not too long ago, remember this? Remember this press release? Investigating gender transitioning procedures as child abuse because the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services is responsible for protecting children from abuse. I hereby direct your agency to conduct a prompt and thorough investigation on every any reported instance of instances of these abusive procedures in the state of Texas, says the letter. To protect children from abuse, DFPS and all other state agencies much follow, must follow the law as explained in OAG opinion number KP0401. Um, why don't you fix the problems that you already have before making it worse from people that don't even need to be um, investigated? Why would you take, why would you investigate somebody, like, step back, take everything out of it. Take all the bullshit of uh, trans and whatever. If a child is happy in their home with warm and loving parents, why would you take them away and put them into an overly, an overcapacity, uh, sexual abuse, rampant, uh, sleeping on the floor uh, environment? Why would you put them in an environment then? You're making them worse. All of the kids are worse. Okay, so let me wrap this up because I'm just... I'm just getting pissed. Now, this one in, in particular, uh, I'm just going to read through. So here's some more facts. In 2020, only 61.5% of siblings in foster care were placed together at one of the foster care at home, foster care facilities. In San Antonio, a foster care shelter had 239 citations that were documented finding of abuse, self-harm, medical neglect, and sexual allegations. Texas has yet to come up with a way to track where children in foster care are placed. In 2021, 1,767 children and youth were missing at some point during the year. Within the Department of Family and Protective Services, there were 188 confirmed cases of sex trafficking. Um, I, I said that one earlier. So, uh, this one sucks the most, and I need to do a little bit of research. It was in a reputable news um from a reputable news article. I personally want to go through the state budget because all of that's public online. So if you go through the states uh, where they spend all the money, it's, it's probably in there. It's just data I need to go through.
But here's here's what it is. Uh. In 2021, Governor Abbott took $31 million from the state's Juvenile Justice Fund so that he could pay for Operation Lone Star, sending National Guard to the southern border of Texas. In 2022, Governor Greg Abbott redirected $500 million from other agencies to fund border security mission, taking funding from $210 million from the state's Health and Human Services Commission over two years and about $160 million from the Texas Department of Public Safety. Operation Lone Star cost Texas taxpayers $2 billion a year. Uh, so this, this is way beyond, this is way beyond a problem of uh, reproductive health care I want to have an abortion because I don't want to have a child. This is a reality that they didn't. They need to fix on the other end, or at least address on the other end. If if a child can't, if a child has to have a child, uh, if a child is forced to give birth, not old enough to work, the the does the grandmother have to take custody? Uh, if the grandmother can't take custody and nobody else in the family can take custody then I assume the child goes to CPS right um, so what's the plan there and then also the minimum wage in Texas is $7.25 an hour so okay how are you supposed to buy diapers which are like I don't know I don't know I don't remember but they're like 20 bucks at least a month. I think they're like 40 bucks a month. So how are you supposed to buy that? Um, if you physically aren't able to breastfeed, which was my case, formula, uh, how are you supposed to go take care of the baby with no money if you can't pay for electricity or a place to live? Like there's a lot of assumptions that there's going to be people to, to support, but it clearly not. Uh, the state of Texas because Medicaid is one of the things that they decided not to um, extend like the rest of this like most of the states in the United States so there's no there's no plan um, so what I think should happen is that every single man in the United States should be forced to have a vasectomy and when they're ready to have children they can get it reversed problem solved then we don't have to deal with any of this. Okay, so how old are you? 16? Great. Time for you to get a vasectomy. You have no choice. No choice for you. Uh, no choice on your body. So vasectomy for you. They're reversible, so it's okay. Vasectomy, 16. When you're ready to start a family, you come back and we'll get that vasectomy reversed. Um, and so we let, okay, it's reversed. You've had kids. And now you need uh, Viagra. Oh, we're not going to have that anymore. It's not a thing because Viagra leaves the children. Viagra results in, in pregnancy. That's what it does. Medication that causes pregnancy. Now, clearly I'm being sarcastic, but let's say this. Um, this, this is a, the, okay. If the solution is women can't control it, then the solution is men shouldn't be able to either. So... Men at 16 years old must get a vasectomy 
And when they are ready to have children, then they can go get the procedure reversed. Problem solved, right? When you're older and you can't and you can't get an erection, well that's fine. It doesn't matter. You're not trying to have a kid, right? Since the only reason to have sex is to have a kid. So why do you even need it? If you want to have a kid, maybe until you get somebody pregnant and then we'll take you back off of it. So that's my solution. Um, thanks for listening. I had to rant about this one. I couldn't take it anymore. I still can't take it. And I don't understand why this isn't, this isn't, this isn't in the news. What is happening after the fact? We need to look, even if we look one year forward, what are the implications one year forward? And I'm going to be talking about that and writing up about that after I do my um, data nerd research, um, the cost to the taxpayers. There's no way this money's going to come out of nowhere. Someone's got to pay for it. We were spo- Texas was supposed to get help to pay for it from the federal government, but they didn't follow the rules. Okay? So taxpayers are going to have to fill that gap. There's just no way around it. People need to think forward. So, again, my solution, <laughs> this is my solution. At 16, all men need to get vasectomies when they're ready to have children. They can get reversed. And then um, older, if they're not able to get it up, they can have their um, Viagra, but only if they're trying to get pregnant. Otherwise, no Viagra for you. And as soon as you have that child, you get off of Viagra. And as soon as you're done having children in general, you get that vasectomy again. And we're on the same page. So anyway, uh, please subscribe like uh follow me on instagram it's big time fresh as always i appreciate you thanks again guys this has been bella from big time fresh and i will see you next time thanks for listening if you like what you heard check out crossthestreamsmedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the cross the streams network Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit CrossTheStreamsMedia.com for more information. See you next time.